0: on which place radio i'm here with someone who is new to the podcast and relatively new to me as well i definitely had heard of your band before i think just through my sort of obsessive following every local band i can find on social media the name came up and, and uh, so when you reached out i had a vague familiarity uh, of what you were doing but um i figure the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what it is you do what foxwell is and uh we can go from there because i know there's a lot of exciting things happening in that world at the moment
1: yeah, for sure. So yeah, my name is Mike Fox. Um, yeah, I'm a Winnipeg musician. Uh, I've been on, been playing the Winnipeg scene for oh, probably coming on about twelve years now. Okay. But um, Foxwell is my sort of most recent project. Um, it is a five piece band, and we've been going for just over a year now from our, our first show, and we just released our first uh, EP uh, literally two nights ago. That's very at cool. Low Life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so
0: so I mean, in, I know you also before you released the EP, you had some live videos that came out and things like that. And so, who else is in this band? Because I mean, based on the live videos, you have a lot of people who are you know relatively well known from their roles with other bands uh, in the city.
1: Yeah, certainly. So uh, yeah, the band consists of myself. Um, I'm the lead vocalist, the songwriter, and guitar. And then uh, we have Gage Son- Sonikowski. Um Gage is sort of the uh, you know the Renaissance man of the group. He plays. Largely plays cello in this project, but also plays flute, uh, a little bit of violin, and a little bit of guitar. Um, And then we have Devin Gillingham on bass. Um, Yeah, Devin's just like an old friend, fantastic bass player. Um, Teresa Thorderson plays keyboards and sings backup vocals as well. And then Justin Alcock is on drums, cool. and basically everyone in this band also has you know their own projects and plays in a bunch of other bands. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a it's a fairly accomplished uh, group of musicians you have there as far as just like what they've done within yeah. the local scene. Are these all people yeah. you've worked with for a long time, or is this sort of a relatively new uh, incarnation of the band?
1: Yeah, you know I, I've played with them all I think in different groups. Um, I'm from Brandon originally, and went okay. to the brand the Brandon School of Jazz with um, with Justin there. We went cross paths in school. And then Teresa, I think she did the classical program, but we knew each other um, from that school. And then I played with uh, Gage. We were in, uh, I was in incarnation incarnation of Marshall Birch's band, Marshall Birch and the Buddies for yep. a little while. And then Devin. actually, I played in his band years and years ago when he was just like, he was probably like 17. Um, then he went away did some schooling came back um, he's most a little more in like the jazz scene um, and uh, yeah so I just kind of you know was wanting to put together a really tight band and these are all people that uh, had the time and were fantastic what they do so cool, it's cool. been going great
0: well and not to throw you a question that everyone hates answering right away but um, like how do you define the sound of what this is because I mean like you just you just explained all of these people have very different backgrounds and, and you do yeah. yourself as well and clearly I mean you know you got a lot of jazz players in this in this group and classical uh-huh. and things like that and i don't think either yeah. of those genres define what it is that foxwell is doing at all i mean i can i'm sure there's influences that are seeping in but what do you call yeah, it well, do you have like a cole's notes way of describing it
1: yeah certainly um i mean the the terms i usually throw out are like art rock indie rock psychedelic rock okay. um with a bit of like a new way of influence as well it's it's got a lot of like a lot of up-tempo kind of driving bass drum kind of songs, a lot of synthesizers. Um, but we have a few ballads where I'm playing acoustic and, you know, it's that's more of like your big sort of ethereal synth sounds over top of that. Um, definitely a lot of like the Aussie psych scene is a huge, one of my favorite genres. Um, so, you know, like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, sure. Tame Impala kind of stuff. Um, and then huge Flaming Lips and Destroyer fan. Um, and then a lot of new wave stuff as well. So it does, you know, it's a little tricky. It jumps all over the map. You know, even if I like EPK that I put together to try and book stuff, it's, it's a little tough to pin down. Um, but also the fact of the matter is like when we, you know, I booked the first show to sort of just like get my ass in gear and be like, all right, let's just play a show and we'll put everything we have out there. So basically all of the songs I had were all over the map and sort of tried to rein them in and develop more of a cohesive sound but it's definitely like in its infancy in terms of defining what that is going to be going forward um and because you know all of us like a lot of different things and have a lot of different skill sets it's it's going to be ever-changing so sure
0: well and i imagine that whenever your next release comes out that'll be more honed to whatever the sound is and 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 so on and so forth right i would hope so yeah so with this being sort of your project i mean you know the the, it's got your last name in the band name um what is the uh sort of the process for for writing these songs are these all songs that you have written sort of prior to putting this band together and then you brought to these other other musicians
1: yeah yeah i think uh everything's been written over the last couple years um i started i had you know i wanted to do this this band just before the pandemic and had maybe three or four songs together and was like starting to seek out a band to put together. And then that really slowed me down when the pandemic hit. And I kind of just, you know, didn't, didn't pursue it much, but then coming out of the pandemic, I was like, now's the time. And then uh, one of the, um, you know, those song every week clubs, I don't know if you're familiar with those, was in one of those with some, you know, great musicians. And that kind of spurred me on to write some more stuff. So it's just been a collection of songs I've had for the last, some of which, you know, probably started in their infancy five or six years ago. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's just been a collection of songs I've been working on for a long time.
0: Were they, um, I mean, I'm assuming you bring these songs fairly fairly basic to the group, and then they flesh out all the other sounds and instruments. Are these songs that, like, in their in their original forms could be performed solo? Or, or are they sort of made for uh, a larger group?
1: Yeah, they're, they're probably made more so for, for an ensemble. I think I could probably do a lot of them solo, but... Some of them are, you know, where like it's the sort of the bass groove is the prominent feature in one song. Sure. Or like, you know, the synth line, it's like those don't really make sense just me playing acoustic guitar and singing. Um, most of them were written probably starting on an acoustic, but some of them are just me and Logic putting together all these little pieces. And then, you know, I bring it to the band and it is, you know, a lot of the melodies and ideas are there. And then, you know, I'm, I'm not a great multi instrumentalist or anything. So it's just kind of like now you, you know, everyone can kind of take it and flush out their parts and, Come up with something a lot better than what I had.
0: Cool, cool. W- what has the reception been so far to the EP? Because I, I know, I know, at the time we're recording this, it's very new. But I mean, you, you know, you, you've had the show, you've uh, you've been kind of uh, hyping it up with these live videos and releasing singles and things like that. Has yeah. it been a positive response so far?
1: Yeah, certainly. Um, I mean, I've gotten a lot of good feedback. I, uh, you know, I think I was a little, you know, there's obviously a lot of work that goes into releasing an album and trying to promote it properly, etc. And I was. A little late on submitting it to some things like that, um, but all in all, like I've gotten very good feedback. And this is the first one, so I'm not expecting yeah. you know, to, something to go you know get signed by this or that or anything right away. But yeah, the feedback's been very good, and the show was very well attended. It was a very, I don't know we, I booked it at Low Life, which is you know a really unique venue for something like this. I don't think I know they had like a begonia listening party, but I don't think they had any other shows there. Um, and then I had a friend of mine who works in film. Um, he kind of helped me out with bringing in some really cool lighting and setting that up. So we had a, yeah, it was a really, really unique, uh, unique show and well attended and yeah, it was great.
0: Well, that's kind of uh, leads into what I was going to ask you next, actually, is because because of the psychedelic aspects and because of the kind of the, the range of instruments you're using, and like you said, there's the, he- the heavy synth stuff, it definitely seems like it lends itself to good visuals, right? I mean, it seems like mm-hmm. the kind of music that, that would benefit from having kind of a, a show yeah. rather than just a, a basic performance. Is that sort of part of the whole package?
1: Yeah, I, I think like long term, I would like, I've always, I feel the exact same way about, you know, every time I see a show and I see where like the lighting is dialed in and even like you know, what people are wearing, it, it yeah. does add much, it adds so much, you know, and um so that's something I I would like to eventually have, a, you know, what, talking with my friend, who again, helped me with all the lighting is like, we can come up with something that, you know, even once we start touring it, maybe three or four little light boxes that I can take on the road, and then we're not beholden to any venues lighting, you know what I mean? It's like, kill all the lights, we have our own things, it's now going to be exactly the way we want it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something I certainly would like to have, even obviously we're, you know, it's in its early stages, but I think the quicker I can kind of get out in front of that, the more the better reception it's going to have at every show. So.
0: Well, and that helps too, just in the sense that everyone and their dog has a band now and is releasing music, yeah. you know, every 10 minutes on, on Bandcamp and stuff, and so it helps you stand yeah. out, right? Having the the, the yeah. visual elements to go with the music, it's it's going to be memorable uh, for people who are actually going out to the live show.
1: Certainly, and then, you know, it it's all just sort of, you can choose, you know, you have your color scheme and it just plays into the aesthetic of the band in general, right? And it's you try to mold all sort, all aspects of your promotion and your music and everything into sort of a a cohesive aesthetic package, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is um, is that the plan though to go to go like, go ahead and start touring at some point uh, with this band?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is that is definitely the plan. Um, this this first EP is certainly, you know, going to act as a calling card. And I got some we shot some live videos in the studio when we were doing it, but also I recorded. I got someone to come and record. A few songs from the performance the other night, so um, having enough material that I can start, you know, I just started applying to some festivals for the spring and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, the sooner the better. I'd love to get get this on the road, start with a you know a small kind of Canadian tour to tour around some conferences and festivals, and then go from there.
0: Well, that almost seems like the best sort of setting for it too, right? Is the, the festival kind of vibe? But there's so many of them now. Yeah. Every, every every year, you hear about 25 new ones, and they're all in these really little, small, weird little, little places. Thing. And it seems like this would be a good fit for just just because it's it's like you said at the beginning, it's it's not necessarily the easiest thing to pin down genre-wise, mm-hmm. and so you can sort of uh, you know fit in different categories and and with different yeah, different really. bounds. Yeah. Did, to, to to kind of bounce off that, d- do you think that there's um a smaller scene within the larger Winnipeg music scene that, that you either fit into or would like to have this band sort of become a part of?
1: Uh, Yeah, I, I do. Um, I've You know, I've played in a few bands for a while. Like, I'm still in Warming, which is uh, Brady Allard's project. Um, and, you know, even all the groups that... Or a lot of the groups that... Um, You know, Gage and Teresa and Justin play in. Like, Justin, he's not anymore, but was in Slow Spirit. And then Teresa has Bicycle Face. Gage plays with everybody now, it seems like. Um, But it's a little, I would say, like a little more of the, like, you know, for lack of a pretentious term, like the art rock sort of community. A little, you know, where they're not getting the headlining slots at bigger festivals, but that's sort of just the next level down of some really fantastic musicians making really interesting music. And like, that's the, That's sort of where I see us fitting in Um, playing with, you know, we've played some shows with trying to think of who, but like Marin, we've played some bills with them and French class and a la mode. Okay. Uh, um, Yeah. Those type of acts
0: yeah that makes sense that, that, that seems like those those would be a good fit and it's funny because when, you know originally when you contacted me you sent me some, some stuff to listen to and then you know I listened to that and then afterwards I saw the videos a, few, a little bit after that and I realized Teresa was in the band and I love Bicycle Face so it was like oh this is cool this this kind of um, explains a lot almost like some of the people you had in the band it's sort of like okay I've heard these people's other projects I, I sort of get where this is coming from now a little bit more um, yeah. just by seeing their faces and hearing them on, on the uh, on the performances is is, is is this sort of your main project at the moment
1: yeah certainly this is uh this is what I'm putting uh, a lot of my my energy into um the only other thing really I'm doing musically is playing uh in warming and I'm just you know I'm just sort of the guitar player for that and then uh during the pandemic I did have a, my friend and I had a lounge duo oh nice to play to play. but uh I don't know if we'll ever bring that back so this is this is certainly like you know uh what I'm focusing on and you know I'm getting older I'm you know i'm 37 now so The plan is to work, you know, smarter, not harder anymore. I feel like in previous bands that I've been in, um, even when we book tours and things like that, it was sort of like we didn't really have a good trajectory and sort of a why are we doing this? It was like, no, just get an album together, hit the road. And it's like, well, you just spend two weeks of your life sleeping on floors, playing to, you know, crowds of 20 to 30 people and not making any money and didn't really accomplish much other than get some experience on the road, but um, yeah, so I'm trying to be a little more uh, targeted or, you know, uh, think think through the process of like why we we're doing what we're doing um, in this iteration, I guess.
2: I'm
0: you sort of has that um definition of why you're doing this is that something that you feel like you've you've figured out yet or is it still a work in progress
1: uh yeah i mean i mean the why as, as i'm just you know making art it's just it's the you know i think it's an important thing in the world and it's yeah. what i uh, there's nothing that gives me more pleasure and fulfillment but um yeah i mean i've uh you know my my career outside of just music has always been hospitality and i've been in the you know in the hospitality scene in winnipeg for about coming on 15 years or so um and it's always sort of been like one gets more and one gets less over the years but certainly that took over my life like pretty intense for the last few years okay um, and it left me less time to you know work on music um and i've that was sort of a recent switch I, I just actually left a position that i i loved but it was taking all my time and i was just you know all my energy and uh yeah, I just literally left that about a month ago, and I now have a little more time and a little more energy to focus on this, which is more important to me, to be honest. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and I like the uh, the kind of um, like you said, you know, you know, you're not getting younger. Um, a lot of people yeah. I talk to. I mean, I, I'm older, new. A lot of pe- people I talk to on the show um, who are in you know our relative age group uh, seem to be coming to similar realizations that like you know they're doing this because they want to, um, whatever they thought when they were 20 and playing in bands, wherever they thought they'd end up now it didn't happen for whatever reason, maybe it was never destined to happen, maybe now they need to figure out what is the, what is, what is the reason behind it, the why of, of, of yeah. still doing this. It's, it's, and it, it's nice to hear that people are mostly wanting to do it because they're compelled to create, right? It's, it's rather than any kind of you know, goals of, of success or whatever, it doesn't matter, it's just, I need to uh, get this out of my system and put it onto the stage. Is that yeah, well. sort of the case for you?
1: Yeah, 100%. And I, you know, I don't have uh, any grandiose ideas of what, you know, success looks like for me. It's like, if I can, I don't know, I look at some other, like some of my favorite artists in the city that have been doing it for a long time. And I sort of, uh, I see that as like, okay, I think that, you know, if I can sort of hit that level of like, you know, let's release an album a year, maybe a tour a year. And this can just coincide with like a, a day job and I can live a comfortable life. And then yeah, I can, keep doing something fulfilling and that's that's kind of the goal
0: yeah it's kind of hard to argue with that i mean you, you get uh, the best yeah. of both worlds are yeah. yeah yeah so what's the uh sort of what's happening in the immediate future for this band i mean i know at the time we're recording this again you, you just had your release show so the, the ep is out yeah. in the world um what's what's next on the plate
1: yeah next on the plate i think uh i was just talking with the group today we we did actually get offered a, a really good show which i won't mention any names but on very sort of someone backed out. It was like, oh, we can play this show right away, but just scheduling-wise couldn't make it happen. But um, the next product, I think, I don't have anything booked right now. I I was just talking to the band and some promoters saying, like, you know, I'd love to, if we could do something in another gig before the holidays, that would be great. But um, concrete plans, uh, right now it's going to be, like, get back to sort of writing some grants for me and get back in the recording studio and applying to festivals, like, now sort of the time you know, to start looking at spring festivals, conferences and then summer as well. Um, but the immediate thing is certainly like get back in the studio. Um I would say likely spring, um, dependent on sort of how the grants go. I've been just sort of again with my my previous job, I I steered away from the grants. I was like I that all my time energy was my job and I was like, I'm just gonna pay for everything myself. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, that was that was a lot. So (laughs) I'm gonna get back (laughs) to the ground World.
0: (laughs) Right on. can people hear the record i mean it's, it's out now i know that the, the way yeah. people consume music is so different now than it was even a few years ago there's so many options what's the best way if someone is hearing about you for the first time in the show for them to find your your ep and, and listen to what you're up to
1: yeah i mean it's certainly it's on you know all the major streaming services so spotify title apple um soundcloud actually that's a good reminder i think that's still locked as private so i'll switch that as soon as this ends right um and maybe need to update my The major ones are out there. Um, Then we have those YouTube videos. So, yeah, just look up Foxwell. I think, I believe there was like one other artist I've heard of with that name. I saw, I saw a few
0: actually there was like it would be like somebody Foxwell and the whatevers yeah. and there was some of those out there and it was like country cover bands from you know Alabama or whatever so I don't yeah. think you're gonna get mistaken I, for those ones no I
1: looked at it I was like ah, they don't seem to be making a splash I think we're fine with the
0: stamps. you probably good yeah yeah and then um for people who you know it's a podcast someone could hear this the day it comes out or they could hear it two years from now and maybe by then who yeah. knows you're touring you have new music out what's the best way to sort of keep in touch with what you're up to as far as upcoming shows and releases and things like that
1: Right now, I think Instagram is probably the most, you know, active thing for me. Um, I'm always posting, you know, the gigs and links to everything through that. Um, Near future, I think probably I'll probably get a website going uh, and then a mailing list eventually as well. But you know, right now, I'd say Instagram is probably the safest bet. Awesome.
0: And then the record uh, is it is it digital only or have you released physical copies of this? It
1: is digital only. This one, this one's just going to be digital. I think the next plan, I think I'll probably do another EP, um, which will. So this is three. It's four songs. um, One of which is a live track. Yeah. Uh, Just I realized after I got shot down by the distributor that an EP needs to consist of four to six songs.
0: Okay, I (laughs) didn't realize it was actually official. Very
1: arbitrary rule. Yeah. Yeah. they just sent it back saying I was denied. And I was like, what the heck? So I threw on uh, audio of a live track, which turned out really well that uh, we had mixed in a professional studio anyhow. So, um, But yeah, the next thing I think will probably be another you know, four-track EP. Um, and then after that, I think probably like a full LP, which will probably consist of some of those songs, and that will be the first re- physical release. Um, if I had to put a target date on that, I would probably say like, maybe a year from now okay let's say the winter of 2024
0: that seems pretty reasonable i mean you know considering it's it's, it's a relatively new project with this this yeah. ep that just came out and stuff so cool so people should stay tuned should be on the instagram yeah. and on the uh, various uh you know uh, listening platforms and keep in touch with what you're up to yeah awesome